0: Hello and welcome to the Baseball Strength Training Podcast. My name is Jesse Lapiana. I am your coach and I am your podcast host. This is episode five and today we're going to be talking about the current state of performance training. Um, What is performance training? Why, Why train the body in the first place? What are you trying to get out of it? And to many of you, that answer is simple. Oh, you just wanna train the muscles to get stronger, to be able to produce force so that you can be a more powerful athlete. And that is absolutely the right question. However, fairly recently in my coaching career, I've realized that there's another piece to the puzzle. And there's a little bit more that goes into performance training strength, conditioning, and just getting better um, at your sport, uh, there's a little bit more that goes into it um, than just lifting weights. So what I really want to get through to the young athlete that is listening to this podcast is that your body is a Series of levers, pulleys, and levers, almost like a seesaw, and to that extent, your body is a chain of muscles. So essentially, one muscle is is, is trying to uh, pull a a bone to do something, and. That cascades into another muscle trying to, bone, to uh, pull a bone into a certain position. So, long story short, you know, sports isn't just an isolated single joint movement. There's multiple joints and multiple muscles involved within the movements uh, that are found in sports, such as running, throwing, and hitting. These are complex movements. There's a lot of joints and there's a lot of muscles that are involved in it. So, Within these complex movements, you have a chain of muscles that are looking to complete the movement task, uh, whether you're trying to throw, run, or hit. And what you are susceptible to is something called an energy leak. And this energy leak uh, essentially will dictate how much force you are able to produce, so there's a saying, and I'm sure you've heard it, of you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And if your body has a weak link in it, then it doesn't really matter how strong one muscle is, right? You could have the strongest hamstring muscle. You could have the strongest quad muscle. But, if you have weak foot and ankle muscles, then the force is never going to be able to be transferred down into the ground, okay? And that's what I want to talk about a little bit today, is force transfer, weak links, and the (sighs) conspiracy of isolated muscle strengthening versus integrative muscle strengthening so you've been taught that you know strength is the most important thing in the world however you need to recognize that your body functions as a chain of muscles and that if you have any weak links within this chain of muscles it doesn't matter how how strong an individual muscle is so how do you go about strengthening these chain of muscles now there's something that is are, are, there's there's a a connective tissue in your body called fascia and this fascia connects muscles to each other so for simplicity we're going to understand that muscles connect bones and fascia connects muscle so if we're looking to train the kinetic chain, if we're looking to train a chain of muscles that are involved in a certain movement, we'll take hip extension, seen in a deadlift and an RDL, which is seen in throwing, running, and hitting. This is, this is a very powerful movement that your body has. And so, you know, deadlifts and RDLs, um, pull throughs, things like this. Look to strengthen this movement pattern. However, there are a lot more muscles that are involved within hip extension that aren't really being utilized enough. And coaches, strength coaches, lifting coaches aren't talking enough about all the intricacies of the small weak links that are involved in these big movements that we're trying to strengthen. So when we look above the main muscles that we're trying to strengthen, right? We obviously understand that hip extension we're trying to strengthen our hamstrings, our glutes, our posterior chain. Right? We hear posterior chain. But what's what is the posterior chain? How do you strengthen the posterior chain? So yeah, RDLs are going to strengthen your hamstrings. You're going to feel your hips burn when you do RDLs. You're probably going to feel some of your back as well. But what really is the secret to hip extension, the posterior chain, is what's happening at the bottom of the foot. See, when you look at a picture of the posterior chain, the fascial line, that connects all of the muscles within the posterior chain, we see that it runs down to the bottom of the foot. It actually even runs up to the top of the head. So if you are just thinking about these big old muscles that are involved in hip extension, surely you will get them stronger. However, if you are not actively striving to gain more connection, more sensation and more strength down below the muscles below the hamstrings even the muscles above the hamstrings the hamstrings will never be able to display their full strength and power output because they will always be limited by the weak link in the kinetic chain hopefully this makes sense to you guys all right it is the it's as simple as you're only as strong as your weakest link. And if you have weakness throughout any part of that fascial line, of that kinetic chain, it does not matter how strong one muscle is. In fact, I, I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. I truly believe that even professional, even professional athletes have weak links and if they were to actively spend time here's a a super controversial statement that uh goes against probably everything that you've been taught everything that coaches are, are are teaching if athletes were to actively spend more time strengthening the weak links specifically the muscles in the lower leg specifically the muscles in the forearm in the wrist and in the hand I truly believe that they would be able to display greater um, power output and actually will result in less injuries uh, throughout their career. Obviously, there are some genetic freaks out there who can get away with a lot in their career, but if we're talking about performance optimization we need to take these weak links into consideration and I'm not seeing it enough and I worked for a professional baseball organization uh, I I saw what was being done nothing wrong with you know what they were being done but w- what was being done there it's just we're we're trying to evolve the field and we need to gain every edge that we can as coaches and as athletes so The concepts that we're talking about today of of weak link strengthening um, is essentially the strategy that you want to adopt. You, You want to get away from strengthening or just only looking to strengthen your big bulky power muscles. You need to learn how to integrate some of the weaker muscles below the big muscles and If you want to learn a little bit more about these concepts, uh, specifically, you're going to learn about the fascial chains and the uh, something called co-contractions, you need to watch the workshop that I have created for you. Um, You can find it in my Instagram bio, Baseball Strength Trainer, or my TikTok bio, Baseball Strength Training. Um, I will also leave a link in the show notes here. but. This workshop is going to detail some of the strategies, uh I'm going to show you some pictures of the fascial chains that you can see why this is so important and why we can we need to detach from the, you know, glutes and you know, quads and hamstrings and these are very powerful muscles but they won't be able to display their strength and their power if we never truly start to strengthen the muscles above and below them all right so um, hopefully you guys got a lot out of this episode today Um, I will see you tomorrow for episode six of the baseball strength training podcast